Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Reality Renault with us, Mitch and Mark. Hey, Mitchie, we've had another manic week with our Mitch Mark home store. We've been expanding and I have been back on the brushes. And we've been bashing down the wall between our shop and the space next door. We're going to double the size, just make sure that all the beautiful things that we have in the store have room to breathe and room to showcase them beautifully. It is. So our philosophy is make something beautiful every day and that's what you find in the store. But Mitchie, this week on Reality Reno. Well, this week we talked to more of our fabulous new friends that we made in the season of The Block. As you know, last week we spoke to Kirsty and Jesse, and it was really interesting to hear about their experience and their expectations of what they were going to get out of the shelter. It's not all about money. But, Marky, this week we spoke to a couple that have, I think you could say, really learnt the hard way um, all about reality TV and um, how harsh it can be. There's no room for errors in reality TV. You have to be yourself, and if you stuff up, you're doing it in front of the bloody world. You know, they did, but I think, Mitchy, they learnt resilience. They've gone through something that a lot of people haven't done, and I guess, you know, a few people would say, well, they bought it on themselves. I don't know if you can say that, but they have gone through a fairly tough reality journey as part of doing a renovation on the block. And this is the first time you and I actually sat and had a really good talk to them about the experience. Of course, we're talking about Tanya and Vito, an interesting story of resilience, the power of having a strong, united relationship and how that can get you through anything. Tanya and Vito are good people. Please give them a chance. We are so excited to have Tanya and Vito Guccione. Oh, you said it right. Did he say it right? Guccione. On Reality Renault with Mitch and Mark. Welcome, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. It's so nice to see you. You know what? Who would have thought that Mitch and Mark would have invited Tanya and Vito on your podcast because it was only what two three years ago when we watched you guys and we absolutely thought you guys rocked like fangirls big time so this is very this is weird well, I can to- I, I can totally understand actually. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, a, but isn't it a bizarre experience? You are now on the other side of reality TV and exposure in the media, and yeah. I don't know if you feel it, but you're normal, real people, and you go through yeah. an experience, and it brings attention. And for you guys, a lot of like, what I mean, for all of us, a lot, but you got a particular kind of attention, yes. and it changes your life forever people people project you to be something maybe you're not no that you don't recognize of yourself to be it's it's the weirdest thing even though I'm on the other side of it I still look to the both of you or Jimmy and Tam and past contestants especially those who like win the block I still Mm. look at them like 
I still idolise them even though I've done it. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. Yeah. Do you know what? When, when, yeah. when we when we had the All Stars turn up on our first, on our Oslo season, there was Ronnie and Georgia, there was um, Alyssa and Lissandra, uh, Daz, Daz and D, Daz and D. Who are the others? Um, that sounds really rude because we should remember. Well, they, they, they were the ones that made a big impression on on on, on us. Actually. Oh, Josh but, and Elise. Josh and Elise. Yeah. Josh and Elise. Yeah. But when they arrived, I remember thinking, "Oh my god, these are like block stars." So <laughs> it's 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 intimidating, Mark. It really. I mean, for me personally, when I saw you know Ronnie and Georgia come out, you know, first the, that first day, and then Mitch and Mark. Actually, you guys weren't intimidating. I was like starstruck. You yes, know what I mean. Whereas yes. with Ronnie and Georgia, though, I felt well, really. Who they were? Well, I knew that they were on the block. I just didn't watch that series that year yes. because we we're overseas. But they just came across more intimidating. Intimidating. Yeah. Maybe that's a position they take. We we got to speak to Ronnie and Georgia a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if you got to hear the podcast. And it was interesting talking to them. Because at the end of this, we'll ask you a question and Ronnie got to ask us something. The question he got to ask was, when you saw us arrive, were you intimidated by us? And I thought it was interesting he asked that of all the things he could ask. Because it's funny you say you found them intimidating, but he, he, he asked, that was us. his question. His one question he wanted to ask us. Really? But my answer without thinking about it was, no, I was happy to see yeah. him because I knew them yeah. and I was, I was yeah, excited yeah, to see them. them. Yeah. So I, yeah. if I was supposed to be intimidated, sorry, guys. I yeah. Yeah. So that was interesting. Well, that, that's how I felt like, with you guys. It's like I knew you guys, mm. even though I never had met you, but because I'd followed you on the on the series of the block of the, uh, was it the Oslo? Yes. Um, you know, it was just, yeah, it was happy vibes. It was exciting for me, you know. Um, and but, then I felt like an idiot because Vita goes, who are they? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I just went, literally. I, I remember and I think George- that, that was probably the worst thing for them. For us, I think that's where it, it all kind of Georgia, fell apart. She goes, you don't know who I am. And I said, no. Georgia to me was intimidating because <laughs> oh. she came in her boss suit, you know. You know? Like, oh, she looked pretty God. striking when she walked, got she out of that did, car. She did, like she I did, did say to did. her, you got out of that car, you look hot. Yeah, 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 yeah. She, yeah. So she meant she meant business. She, she, she meant business. business. And that's exactly what I, what I felt anyway. So, yeah. yeah. I guess in a yeah. way maybe for both. The faves that came back, both Ronnie and Georgia and Mitch and I, we had had experiences in our first block, which is weird to say the first one because not many people get a chance to do one, let alone talking about. Like, Mark's, just showing, Mark's just showing off now. <clears throat> I'm just showing <laughs> We came back. In a way, it was like both both of us, Ronnie, Georgia and us, kind of had something to prove. For we sure. wanted a different experience and we came into this experience. Well, I think Ronnie and Georgia had such a, you know, they talked about it was tough in their first season, they found mm. it difficult. They had difficulties with the other contestants, like we did. Well, no, we yeah, didn't. We, we, during, we didn't have difficulties with the contestants during the season that came after. No, but no, diff- but same, had, same. Different, they, different they had a pretty, They had a tough time. Uh, you know, after doing the block, we we, we get that. Yeah. Hello. Get, how how uh, how do you get that? Did you have any yeah. difficulties? <laughs> oh, just 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 a smidge, just a little. <laughs> <laughs> but in saying that, like we would probably be the same. We would be in exactly the same position. Yeah. In that sense, we'd have to be. We'd be back. <laughs> like, it if, would have to be a redemption. You're saying it would have to be if we were some, ever. If we were ever asked back, we'd be. If they asked, in very they, similar position where we'd be like, okay, this time around we're doing it very differently. Hundred <laughs> percent, and you got, you've definitely got something to to to, to prove. prove. I, I would I have something to prove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think you do go in with a different agenda. You've got a benefit 
of knowing what a week feels like. And I remember the first bathroom week, we were having a chat, I think at night off camera saying, this is what a week looks like. This is how you construct your week. So you have that benefit, but you also come into it with your own pressure that you need to deliver. You need to be, because you should, because you've done it before. And I think Ryan and George are probably, you know, they're very driven. Um, They love competition and they're very upfront and honest. You know, we are very well with them. They're very upfront and honest about things. But the difference is, though, you had feuding, like a lot of feuding through the season. Yes. But you got closure and reuniting before it ended, which to me, I remember saying to you both, I didn't didn't see it coming. I couldn't have picked a better way for it to end. Um, Yes, same. I'm the guy who watches the movie and then everything comes together at the end and everyone's happy. I'm happy. Yes. If If it all turns to shit and it stays shit at the end, I'm pissed off. (laughs) <laughs> so, so our Which movie happy, had a happy loves a, a romantic comedy where everyone's happy at the end. Exactly. It yeah. was the best you it know, was the best possible ending for me, Tanya, I felt. Interesting because oh. I kind of thought it'd be interesting to start. There's so much that has been spoken about in this past season of twenty twenty on the block. And we'll go down yeah. in history <laughs> in terms of block history, I'm sure. Oh, for sure. Um, things two things struck me, you know, when we were talking to you guys and I went and had a look at this photo and there's a photo of us the first day we arrived shaking hands with you guys and the excitement and I still remember that day yes and the other thing was the last the day of the reserves yeah that strikes in me in my mind because that day you walked into a room not knowing what to expect Mm. and there could have been a whole lot that went down and there was that moment between you and, and me and Mitch, I think the yeah. four of us, because you sat next yes. to us. Yeah. And you looked. And I think I put my hand on your arm. Yes. Went, yes. Let's move forward. It's all okay. Well, it's funny you say that, Mark, because that moment when when we both walked into the room and the way I felt and seeing my wife, you know, heart full of turmoil or yeah, whatever it really. may have been. I, I tell you what, if you had not had put your hand, you know, and comforted my wife, I reckon I was seconds from just saying thank you. But I think we're done. Excuse me, but I'm done. Okay. Yeah. That. So I, I just want to personally say thank you, and also I think I think I've got to thank Georgia too because I think Georgia just there, acknowledge that acknowledge it. Said, I'm sure I heard her say, "This is shit. This is shit." Yep. This is, she said something she along those lines. It that, just was compassionate, and I think at that moment that's what I needed because I was obviously feeling so many feelings. I felt mm. ashamed, obviously, like the jig was up, and I felt embarrassed, but I also felt a little bit hoodwinked as well, Um, but also that there was just a lot of cameras at the time. People don't realise that you are putting the worst and the best of you out there for the world to see. And unfortunately for us, it was a lot of the worst part of us, not the best part of us. So, you know, that was people say, do you blame the edit? Well, no, because that all happened but they just showed a lot of the bad stuff that happened and not so much of the good stuff that happened. Mm. So that was a really tough day because it could have gone two ways. Yes. I hope that people saw, and I think that you saw, that that was a real moment for me. That was not for cameras. That was being sincere and totally actually quite broken at that point, to be honest. To me, Tanya, they pushed you both, more so you, because 
Vito was the one who was, as it was presented, standing by while you were doing wrong. Yeah. But at that point, you said to me on that day, I feel like I'm the witch, they're going to tie me to the stake and they're going to burn me. Yes. And, and to me, when you walked into that room, we had just seen the video mm. um, with Luke and Josh. Did you know what had just been happening? We've seen that video and we no. saw you. So you didn't know before that day? When you walked no. in the room, you didn't know oh. what we had been shown. No. No. So we've no. been shown your video, their video, and I well, think they expected us to react badly when you walk yes. in the room. That, yeah. Mitchie, that's what Mitch was just describing, and I interrupted them because as we're talking to you, I'm interested to know what your experience was because it struck me, you know, on that day of reserves, the three teams in House 1, House 2 and House 5 went down to the process to hear about reserves in House 3 and 4 were not there. And I right. remember saying to yes. Mitch, we've heard there is some mic drop moment. We saw the adverts like you guys. We didn't know what this mic drop moment was going to be. The truth would come out. And I yes. said to Mitch, whatever happens, they'll need to show us because you need to. we, need, we all need completion on the story. Mm. And yeah. I wondered what you guys were told because you weren't there. You came in after they'd shown us the first half of the episode. We got shown what Josh and Luke had said. Yes, we had got shown what Josh and Luke had said that morning. Which I think was another part that, like, was so heartbreaking for us. Very heartbreaking. Because we we genuinely tried to help those boys as much as we could. You know, like I said, it's very edited, obviously, to, to suit the narrative of the show. But in saying that, they had basically said, you know, if we hadn't of kept this a secret with Tanya, you know, maybe Tanya and Vito wouldn't have signed yeah. for our, and that, our dispensations and all that type of thing. So that part was extremely difficult for us. because, And that broke my heart because I, I, I would have done it for Mitch and Mark, Ronnie and Georgia, Jesse and Kirsty. Yeah. I would have done it for anybody. My intention going into the block always was... The opposite of what actually happened. Let, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> let's make... I, I, you know, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm a very emotional guy. Um, and I wanted everyone, as far as I was concerned, everyone is a winner just being on the block, yes. being chosen, being selected to get on the block. Everybody is a winner. I mean, I think there was about 48,000 applicants. Yes. I think. And for us to have been chosen, you know, that is. That was huge for uh, us. You know, I'm so appreciative and so my heart is so full of gratitude, you know, and, and I'm, I'm grateful for that but opportunity. When we, when we were, even when we were so, chatting with um, Ronnie, I remember he said, he goes, yeah, but you've got to play hard. And we were just like, we're just not. I, I remember that we first dispensation. We aren't that competitive, that's right, that's to be first, honest. When it comes down to it, sure, we can have a bit of a giggle <clears> and a bit of a laugh, but we're not so competitive that we would take an opportunity away from somebody that's right like that i saw two young 27 year old um good looking men (laughs) (laughs) um you know and i thought you know what these guys i remember what it was like to be 27 years old and so do you and Mm. you know to be given that sort of opportunity and not know what you're doing and not know what you're doing for me i'm like absolutely i'm going to sign that dispensation absolutely it had nothing to do with the scandal or the secret no no no, Um, nothing at all i explained to the boys early on i said you know I'm, I'm, we're going to get disqualified if I come forward. I can't do this with, you know, it was just fear. It was just fear. Yeah. It was really dumb. And, you know, when you're fearful, you do dumb, you do dumb stuff. Um, and then you can see all and the- to be honest with you, I'll be honest, when we were first, when it all first took place, we, didn't, we weren't that afraid. We kind of thought it was 
kind of funny. Like, yeah. If we did, we were like, oh, this will be kind of funny and it will be, um, <laughs> yeah, this will be kind of funny and we will laugh about it and it was definitely far from funny. Well, it was but- <laughs> definitely far from funny because, you know, straighty 180 over here who's never done a thing wrong in his life. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm definitely not perfect. I'm just, yeah, definitely not perfect. But, but he's definitely not a rule breaker. But for yeah. me, you know, I mean, the anxiety and stress yeah. on, on, on top of the build, um, having that hanging at the back of my mind always, you know, I wanted to vomit out the truth every minute of the day, mm-hmm. you, you know, and that was sickening for, for me. Yeah, I feel you like know? we had this one opportunity and I stuffed it, you know. So that's a lot of burden to, to carry. It is, yeah. It is. It's, Absolutely, it's, Tanya. It's a lot of guilt yeah. to carry. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. How have you managed that, Tanya? How have you? That's that's very hard. It, it's not you know, at the time it was very, very, very difficult. Like at the at the when it was on air and you know, going through it, this no was very difficult. There's no support. There's no one who understands what you're going yeah, through. Exactly. How do you share this information? You're mic'd up all the time. You, you've got, you're not, you've got yeah, cameras exactly. in your face all the time. Who do you share to? Well, mum mm. mum yeah, I'm really fortunate because I've got really close family. Yeah, um, and, and even then you've got close family and friends, which and we like, do. it's going to be okay, but, but they weren't there. It's going to be okay, but they don't know exactly how this thing operates. Yeah, reality TV is a, is a pretty intense journey when you're on it because there's no one that really gets it unless they've done it, yeah. right? So you come out the other end. You do. You really do come out the other end. And I think also, you know, um, you don't let the power of, like, the power of opinion of people who don't understand and don't yes. even get it and yeah. are sitting on the couch and would never even would survive one second on the block, you know. So that's been my way of getting through it. It's like, you know what, I did, I'm not like, a, like I said on the show, I'm not a stupid woman but I did a stupid thing. Yeah. It's probably not the first or the last time I'll do something dumb but unfortunately for Australia, you got to see it. It wasn't my proudest moment but it is what it is. And, you know, it's not pretty but it's real. So it wasn't fake. I wasn't pretending it's just me stuffing up on tv i just think that when you reached out to me that was human and that was compassion and i think that we need to be more like that and i'm not making excuses for what i did i'm just saying that i hope that as a as a country or as a world we can become more like that where we go you know what i might have done that or oh well she's stuffed up and yeah she's probably afraid and i'm not trying to be perfect and people are like how did you tell your children i'm like I'm not trying to be the perfect parent. I'm trying to show my children that yeah. I'm real and that we all make mistakes, but guess what? We can bounce back and we can recover and we can have grace for others who do the same, you know, like, and that's my take on it. And that's what's made me feel better. As for me though, I was brought up in a way where be honest, don't lie, you know, <laughs> be polite, you, you know what I mean? Pay your bills, you know, I was, you know, pay tax. But one thing that really stands out for me is that the truth shall set you free. Even though I was raised that that way, that is so true. But yet, I'm human, and I, we stuffed up. Mm-hmm. You know, we still stuffed up, even knowing that the truth shall set you free. Still, you know, it's, and it's just been just been. I was human. just convinced. I was just convinced at that time that I was getting disqualified and that we were going packing up and going home. Yeah. So knowing that, I just was like, "Well, I'm not going to say the truth because then I'm going home." Yeah. 
yeah, there was yeah, there was definitely that that fear was like, oh my goodness, I'm like Tanya, are you? See-? I mean, when when I saw that that image. I was like, get that away from me he was now. Yeah. <laughs> Who else did you show? Yeah. And, you know, she told me the story that, you know, she had she had forwarded the, the text message to Joshua Luke. I keep forgetting which one it was because yeah. they look the same. <laughs> <laughs> from that moment, I'm like, no, 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 Tanya, this is not right. So that was definitely not an advantage to us at all. Yeah, uh, 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 we didn't know how to use it at all. I, I didn't know how to use. Yeah, yeah I, I really, really didn't know how to use it. <laughs> That's so good funny. Distinction. Challenge words. I was like, I don't know what that is. No, it's a good distinction. The main so. challenge. Cool. Yeah, definitely okay. did not. What does know. that mean? I may have had it, but I didn't know what to do with it. Yeah, exactly. So I'm the worst teacher. But I, but I, but I feel <laughs> that as the leader, as the father, husband. I, I really feel like the blame is is on me because. I should have been the one who should have stepped up and just had just been like, cut it, it to its knees. Yeah, cut it at its knees. Straight up. But, but you're too busy stressing and freaking out well, about cameras. Well, the thing is, you know, <laughs> you cover this up, you cover that up, you cover that up, and then you're you're trying to remember how to cover that up and that up and that up and that up, and it just – It gets out of control. Sinking ship. It was just leaking everywhere. And you yep. kept, pat- kept patching. But I want to go back to as the leader of the family. Yes. Uh-huh. Is that the case, Tanya? I think you're both the leaders of the family. Definitely. It's a bit, oh, a bit, a bit, old, bit old-fashioned bit old there, Vito. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well you, you, you know, I think at the time, you know. He felt like he should have, I, should have spoken I just, up more. I just should have spoken up more. You know, we've been together for now for over 20 years. You know, Tan has taught me and still teaches me and still leads me in many, many, many ways. I mean, I am <laughs> definitely, definitely the man that I am today because of the woman who stands by me. Yeah. Um, oh. And I'm not just saying that because it's a podcast. I will say that to my best friend. I'll say it to a stranger. I will say it to anybody and everybody. Even the though she's a I, cheeky rebel. She challenges me all the time. <laughs> you know, I was interested. I, I kind of want to go back, if that's okay, to your comment that on that day of reserve you walked in and in your yeah. head you were that close. So yeah. if things yeah. had gone another way, which is a bit like sliding doors, if something, had, yeah. if somebody yeah. turned left instead of right, so yeah. if things were different that you guys were ready to go enough, would you have walked away at that point and said, we're not doing this anymore? And had you and Tanya spoken about that or was that something that you just gone, I can't do this? Never spoken about that. No. About that. But at that moment, at that time, my emotions were so heightened. That Peter's moment, emotions get the better of him. I, I would have gently had said thank you, looked at everybody, I would have said thank you to all the the cameras and on the side there, <laughs> and, everybody. And I would have been up. like, thank you very much, but this I, I'm I'm now done. Yeah. So yes, I would have walked I would have walked away from it all. I mean, it was already like we've already been like you said, we've already been it, it was crucified. We're yes. on the cross. I just felt that that moment it suddenly became whole. Like it felt like okay, they're seeing me now. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was beautiful. All it was yes aside, they're seeing me. It was so, so that, real. It was it was beautiful. It was that, so that, real. Them talk, man. No, no, that's <laughs> a, sorry. No. It's, when you say at that moment it was did you mean we were seeing you? Like Yes. The other yes. contestants. I mean, I know we we were sitting next to you, so we had the benefit of being able to 
interact. But Georgia definitely had said, you heard her correctly. She had said, you know, I'm over this drama. Let's just get on with this. It's yeah. enough. No one needs to go through this. So it's enough. I, I have to say I, I think, think so. the boys oh. came into a room where they had more questions fired at them. And a lot of people who we've spoken to when they saw that last episode had said, but the boys seemed like they used Tanya and Vito. It looked as if they used Tanya and Vito. Do yep. you feel that they did use you or not? Um, I think at the start, yes, and then we became mates. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I think that at the start they were, they probably thought that, they thought, oh, we'll never get this because it all happened very closely where they needed their dispensation. That we was moving the, the, the room or the, the yes, driveway or something. Stopping yeah. the driver. I don't. Drive I don't. Away. I don't read into things. I'm. You know, Tanya says I'm always naive, but I always look for the good in people. And I'm just going to say from day one, I just I love those boys. We do. I love yes, it. I love. Do. So I guess we can't really I say. Don't, you I don't, don't know, right? You don't know. But I think for, for for the boys, yes, at the beginning they probably thought, let's. I don't. I really don't know. You'd have to ask them. I mean, we felt we thought we had a genuine friendship. They got quizzed before you guys got there, and and I was super uncomfortable with the fact that that we'd seen their video, your video, and then they came in and and the boys don't cope well with that pressure situation and they were both red and um, I think it was um, Luke was absolutely struggling and yes. I remember um, Kirsty saying, are you okay? And then Jesse put his hand out to say, you're okay, uh, because we're actually worried about him, physically worried about him. But they copped a bit of a quiz, and but then Kirsty did say, keeping it secret, the photograph. Yeah, I thought you were friends, but were you just using them? And they were shocked mm. with that question because they they hadn't seen it that way. I think they came across they came across badly, and I don't think they thought it through. Yeah, right. Well, hello, I know how that yeah. feels. You know how that yeah, feels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but also Josh stood there guarding the door while you took the photograph. So. Who took the photograph? At that point. At that point, you both took you both took the photograph. We're accomplices. We're accomplices. Yeah. Josh took the photograph with you. Yes, he was yeah. with me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You copped the whole shit storm. Yeah, which I think. We but could I think get. also the focus was who took the photo, not who cheated. That's actually a yeah. really good distinction. And what I think I think that that's what I found it hard to understand. Whereas I was like, but everybody's had a moment of cheating, and everybody's doing something that's a bit weird, and some. And I kept blaming others. Mm. But only afterwards was I like, oh, it's not about cheating. It's about who took the photo. That's the storyline. Well, that was me, right. And I think that that registered way too late. Mitch and I were aware that there had been a tell-all by the boys, by Luke and Josh, in their last interview. But we didn't know the content. So we saw it as it went to air like everyone did. Or you know what? That's not true. We saw it in that bit before the reserves they showed us that first part of the episode yeah. so we had heard there was something but we didn't know the content of it right. and of course that episode showed the boys going out coming back and saying we need to get this off our chest which unfortunately for the boys a lot of the audience thought oh you've got what you want now now you're going to say things and then they cut yeah. to you with a text message and holding a phone so it yes. really gave this thing of well what's the text message and that's correct did you know you didn't know what they had said in that last interview no of course not they didn't tell you no one told you that luke and 
Josh had said Tanya took the photo. Yeah, no, that's correct. So we didn't know anything. I mean, we people don't realise that you watch the show with the audience. Mm. You're at home watching it with the audience. I think a lot of people are under the illusion that you've already seen the season. Yeah, true. Yes. Um, but you're not. Most episodes we were hiding behind the couch yeah. <laughs> with one eye open. Yeah. <laughs> um, was- I think we, I think in a in the whole season we had like three good episodes that we were happy to watch yeah. that didn't physically affect us. Yeah, it was yeah. so um, hard to Vito watch. had like he we'd have people over and they'd be we'd be crying or Vito would have anxiety and I'd be having meltdowns and. I'd be on the phone with mum and she'd be on the phone with God knows the whole of the Italian mob, right? Yeah, it was so horrible. It was pretty Would tough be. at times, but watching the end, I was we were just as shocked as everybody else. And you're there and you're expected to, you know, speak within those moments of seeing something for the very first time. So, I mean, there are parts of the show what people don't realise is that, you know, there's, God, how much, 700 hours worth of filming per week and you're watching... 45 minutes, but when we watched it, I was bawling my eyes out. They never showed that. You know, there were moments where I hugged and apologised each and every one of you for everything. They never showed that. So people are like, oh, do you blame the edit? No, I don't blame the edit, but there are parts that are left out that were very real and sincere for me. And I think that's what gives me peace too. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So can I ask you one thing is you don't need to answer it? Yes. When you held up the text message, a lot of people said, well, what was that? Where was that from? Yeah. Because it made it look like it was doctored. Yeah. The implication that I saw was that's not real, that's doctored. Yeah. Where was that message from? You made the message, didn't you? I had messages sent to me by multiple tradies, Mm. not just one. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's right. Yeah, cool. Because the way that it came across, that a lot of people yeah. have said, where is that? She must have doctored it. But that was a text that you had received from a trade. That was a just... WhatsApp. But there was more. There was There was more. heaps. Can I just you know, dial one back here? Yes. I'm with all those people who were watching. I thought you had created a fake message. I didn't know that it was a message. I'm sorry, but that's why oh, I wanted to no. clarify. Okay, thank you. I can, I can ca- actually go I'm through catching my phone. up now. I can go through my phone right now and yeah. I can show you more. And, and oh. it's funny because I, they said to me, show me, show me, and I've said, I'm not going to lag these no, tradies out. Yeah. I and and at, at this point I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. no, no I, I so want- it was hard because I was the one to blame. Sure, I look match. Yeah. But don't tell me that it hasn't gone around the whole gold sack because it has. And then they're like, yes, but we don't care about that. We want to know who took the photo. And I kept being like, yeah, but it's gone around anyway. It's all out now, whatever. But they were focused on who took the photo. That was yeah. the story. And yeah. I kept trying to deflect yeah. Yeah, from yeah. that. So, Has yes. there been anything positive come out of that? Out of the photo? You, no, the experience. <laughs> Sorry. Like, apart from we'll get to auction because I'm really keen to talk about auction because who would have thought from the beginning of the season when things started to disconnect and 
the big body corporate meeting where we were involved in yeah, telling people, and how dare you? That how we dare you? How dare you? You know, Tango, I, I realised that from the, the episode, there's a lot of sayings that have gone into the Australian vernacular. My truth is something. You, you have given that to Australia, which is a big, you know, that's good. It's part well, of you're welcome, culture. guys, even though most people are like, if she says that one more time, I was yelling at the screen going, if I say that one more time, I'm going to throw a shoe at the screen. But that, but that one bloody 10-minute scene, well, 10 minutes are actually taking place, I took the photo, how dare you, entitled millennial, rude, rude, rude rich snob. snob. Get oh, down with gold. Who needs housewives when you've got us? I mean, honestly, truly, all we needed was a table flip and we would have been like, done. But whilst all this was happening, I was, but you know dying. what, I was inside, I'm like, I've left my children. For this. My For this. friends, good friends. I thought that I was going on the block. To right, build a home. To build a home <laughs> with some building drama, with some building drama. At what point do we stop? So we talk about in life, in real life, about our mental health, physical abuse, and yes. how we treat one another. But for some reason, I'm really passionate about this. So, but for some Everybody's reason, exempt on reality TV. Why is it on reality TV that this is exempt? And I struggled with that. I was struggled. Now, I just want to mention Carla. Yes, she was, you know, incredible. My from reality um, check, you uh, know, Carla, from Carla, yeah. Carla, who was there to help people. So people yes, she yeah, was. Carla. She was. In, she was one person who was a stranger to me. Uh, but who understood or could understand me because she had done the block previously. Yes. So, you know, going back to, you know, how did you get through all that? Yes, we've got great friends, solid friends, great family, um, but Carla was the one that really and we look, we are grateful. Got me, we are got grateful me, got me through to the block for having her there because oh, absolutely, that was amazing. She absolutely. was a huge. I went and saw her about. Four or five times. I can hear you saying, "Is it when is enough enough? At what point? Yeah. Yeah. What's the boundary? Where do we yeah. say reality TV yeah. now has gone further than it should, and yeah. this is impacting people where they are now feeling out of control?" Yeah, um, I think that your your network gets you through. Um, I think that this. I think that that's one thing the block are really amazing at. Um, the screening. A lot of people wonder why they don't get through. Now that I've done it, I completely know why they don't. Oh, really? Um, they, they don't get through to be a contestant? Yes. I understand why. Why do you and think And I think it's because the screening process is very meticulous. Yeah. Um, I think that they're very particular. I think they look for people that are solid in their relationship, that are solid in their, in their mind to a degree. <laughs> and I think that the network that you have around you, so they knew that we had family and friends that were very supportive, very close, that we could go through stuff and it might hurt us but it's not going to break us, you know. Um, we're not dependent on anything like a foreign substance of some sort, you know, um, all that type of thing. It's true because, I mean, really you do, it does stretch your capacity to a, another level. I mean, I don't know of anything, maybe Survivor is probably similar to the block. I don't know. I, I don't know. I've never done that. Yeah. Um, but I, it's a different, it's a, it's definitely something that um, 
not everyone can do. And I think towards the end, there was a real moment of um, pride because I felt really honoured that they chose us knowing what was coming. They saw something in us. They saw something that are the special ingredients that create a block contestant. And you become a part of this special alumni of people who have done it. And it's very, I think it's very, it's a very rare and selective thing process. So that's that's the first thing. But I think to go through something like this, you do feel incredibly powerless and that you have no voice because you, you're the person on TV that people think they know, but they have no idea who we are. You know, that's one aspect of, of who we are. And, yeah, there were parts of me there, but there were definitely other parts of me that have never come out. Oh, and would never come out on a daily basis. You know, I've we've worked in our businesses and our worlds for so long. We've got amazing reputations. Our clients love us and mm-hmm. they watched it. And thankfully, my character was built far beyond before the show ever started. So people who watched it were like, we know who you are. We don't care. Okay. That's but, great. Um, but the, pow- the powerless part is very real. So people who do reality TV... You know, no, don't engage with trolls. Don't engage with bullies. Don't engage with people on the internet. And that that is probably the hardest thing because you feel powerless. You can't use your voice to stand up for yourself. I find so, that part easy. Just switch off social media. Yeah, we switched off all social media. <laughs> yeah. Notifications on my, phones, my phone are off. It's been the best thing I've ever done. Um, and... Yeah, you know, you do have to kind of own it. Someone said to me, are you going to dye your hair now because people are going to know who you are? And I said, and no. No, absolutely no way. Like, I'm proud. I'm proud. I mean, someone said, like someone wrote on my Instagram saying, clearly you're not ashamed. I'm like, what have I got to be ashamed of? Mm. It's, it's Making a mistake like- on TV. Oh, well, oh, well, you know, yeah. he who is without sin cast the first stone, I say. Yeah. Like, really, people are not perfect. And I had the balls to be not perfect on TV. So True. True. it takes courage, but you put yourself out there and it's not always pretty, but it's real and that's all we can say, really. And you got you do, you have to own it. And I do own it. And I I guess I come to the point now where I wear the badge with pride and go, Oh well, yeah, she's a bit of a rebel, but and she's stuffed up, but she's just a normal chick. Didn't claim to be perfect. And do you know what makes me what makes me feel good is that, that you seem good. Like so, you're well, in a good settled. you're in a good place. And, and oh, that, that, that gives me, that gives me, and I think I can speak for us both, but it gives me such a feeling of relief and, um, and, and good vibes because you went through shit. Yes. You went through the shit. And, yes, you totally, um, what's the word, fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> um, you totally fucked up. You went through shit and you copped so much crap, but, the fact that we're now here, sitting here, and one, we're together with you guys, but two, you guys seem like you're in a good place. That is so comforting to see that, yay, you've, you've uh, whatever you've been through, you know who you are. I think, Mitch, I'm so glad that you see that or you've noticed that in us. And, you know, thank you for, for, for seeing that because tw- 21 years of being together is made out of, you know, a lot of challenges. But the one thing that the block did to, to, to our marriage is it made us super strong because I 
had one person that I could fully trust, and that was Tanya. And, and vice versa. And, and, and vice versa. Tanya literally, literally put her hand on my shoulder, you know, and, and maybe this wasn't shown a lot, but, you know, she she said so many encouraging words to me. But by putting her, her hand on my shoulder and, and, and sharing encouraging words to me, you know, is what it kept him there. It's what kept me there. Yeah, I think so it came across. Vito. You need those moments. You need those moments. I think in, it came in, across in, to me, which is why I commented on earlier, Tanya, your ability to just connect in with Vito and say, look at me, stay centred. Hmm. If I can say you're very, um, a very strong woman. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know that we've ever talked about this. The first two or three weeks, we really connected. The four yeah, of us. yeah. And I had great sadness that we lost that. Yeah, and I was so pleased when you came in and we could go, it's okay, and yeah. that we could then move forward. So I, I felt very sad about that because I remember saying to Mitch, oh, yes. week two, week three, these are people we could really have friendship with. Yes. Because that was one of our goals. We want to come away with friends. Yeah. So I had struggled with that sense of sadness same. Oh, I was same. So we were the same. Please, that moment. I will never forget that moment because I can still see your eyes with the tears in it, which was same. It's about being human and about moving forward. So I'm very pleased that we could stand in the auction room with you. Mm. That meant a lot. Yeah. So. I'm yeah. so emotional. I'm hopeless. <laughs> oh, <laughs> for, it's, it's, been, it's, it's been an emotional get me started. It's an emotional roller coaster. And you're right, Mark. I mean, you know. Mitch, you know, I gave you kisses and cuddles, but you're just you're just too flamboyant for me. Whereas I connected more with um, you're you're like Tanya, you know. You just, I just give you the kiss and the cuddles, and you know what I mean. But, with, but but Mark was the softer, you know. Mark was the softness that I needed. He was the encourager, you know, and he really he really meant that, you know. Those, you know, he gave me you know tips on my timing, and he gave me you know, tips on my painting and, you know, always checked up on us, you know, late at night. Mm. So I really, really, that was, again, why my heart was troubled and turmoiled throughout those weeks was because ultimately it's the relationships. I regret not coming to you guys for advice on this. Yeah. I regret that. Yeah. So then we got to auction order selection. We didn't know reserves or we knew that the reserves were high and that they were going to be reduced. We didn't know by how much. I think we all thought it was going to be much more than it was. And yeah. had it have been as high as it was, we may have even had a group walk-off mm-hmm. because we thought there was no money to be made. Yes. How, how wrong were we all? Um, yes. So auction order, auction process, auction outcome. Big grouped question, how do you feel about it all? We're still in shock. And people say, you know, has this changed your life, the money? It, it, it hasn't It hasn't changed our lives. We have a big mortgage. It'll go straight. It has changed our lives. Vito, heads up, Tanya's been out shopping. It'll yes. go straight to the mortgage. Um, has it cut off 20 years of the mortgage? Absolutely. Yes. Has that changed our lives? Yes. Absolutely. But I'd like to think that whether I won a million or $100,000 that I'm still me and I'm still true to who I am yes, and that Tanya is as well. And I'm just so thankful and I'm so grateful first for the opportunity, whether I had won money or not, and 
regardless of how we were portrayed it's or the journey. it's the journey. We learned so much. And we're here now and I'm just so thankful. So with the the way the auction played out, surprise, surprise, win it winning, which we never sort of Incredible. even banked on. The twins came in with the second highest winnings, followed by yourselves, followed by Kirsty and Jesse, followed by Ray and Georgia. How do you feel about the way that all panned out? And do you feel that you you expected or uh, and also deserved deserved to, to place where you did and where and do people deserve to place where they did? Let's talk about Kirsty and Jesse. I feel like they were robbed that day um, a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. I, I just think that it is so auction order for the block for five contestants you've got to get that one right would you put them somewhere else i would have put them first okay yeah i would have put them first if it had been tanya and Vito, i would have put them first i would have got the the big home out the way mm-hmm. put yeah. them first um and set the bar Look, who knows? I don't know what the right way would have been. All I know is that whatever happened was definitely not what I expected at all. So I had believed, like everybody else, that Ronnie and Georgia were going to win. I mean, they had eight registered buyers, which was insane. Like some of us had none. When you you were there and you did the math and you'd seen the way these houses had turned out, it just made logical sense that we were going to walk away with nothing because we had the house that was polarising. We had the house that apparently nobody wanted and it's going to be hard to sell because of all of its strange and bizarre features and everybody had so much to say about it online. I remember you um, talking and, to and, us about that on the morning of the auction. Yeah. I remember you saying, yes. I think we're going to be, the best storyline would be for us to walk away with nothing. I think that we believe that, that the best yeah. storyline would be that no one would want our house because no one wants to see us win and no one wants to see us walk away with anything. And it's very hard to be at auction and feel happy knowing that the rest of the nation is not happy for you mm, as well. Yeah. Mm. One thing before we go that I would love to do, I would love to flip the table, um, not literally, turn the <laughs> oh, table. Say that for um, next time. And, <laughs> and give you guys an opportunity, and I haven't, I haven't preempted you, um, because I didn't want to, um, but to ask us a question and anything at all you would like to ask us, we will happily answer. What is, uh, do you guys have, you know, uh, let's, let's call it the next year to two years, what are your goals? What now? What do you want out of life? Inspire us. Inspire, yes. inspire others. You know what I mean? Everything. I want everything. Like you guys, having done the block, we realise there's so much more you can do and we have the same moments where we think, oh, God, this is hard. But if we could do the block, if we can do those, you know, 3 a.m. painting, you know, if we can do that and get through, then we can do anything. So Mm. our focus at the moment is on our Mitchmark home brand. You know, we want people to be able to have in their homes a sense of beauty and elegance and style. And we certainly want to be able to do that for them. And we've got our own place to renovate which we keep talking about. So we're oh, going to be putting awesome. that on YouTube and renovate our home here in Newport. But but it's interesting you say, you know, what do we want? Prior to being asked to go back on the block, so I resigned my corporate job as Mark had left his to renovate our house and to work on our business, which I'd, I'd got so so caught up in the corporate in a position that had grown bigger and bigger. I don't want that. I actually don't want that anymore. So I think we got to the point where, and we're still there, that where we want, 
we want a good life. We want enough. We used to always mm. want more. And I think when, our yeah. Corporate, yeah. when we're both in corporate, we're both pushing so hard and, and yeah. renovating houses on the side and, and, and life was always going to be better when we had more. Yes. Um, and then we realized that life was pretty good. So let's enjoy it. And let's just, yeah. aim, good let's aim, awesome. let's, Love let, it. let's yeah. aim for enough. So, so we were on the enough journey and then the block came and we got a bonus on top of enough. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. But, yeah. but yeah. like you guys, what are we going to do with the money? We, we're not going to know about it. It's going to go straight off our mortgage. Our mortgage, is, our mortgage is huge. Yep. So um, it'll go off the mortgage. It will mean that it, for us, it doesn't mean that it'll cut back the years of the mortgage. It actually means we'll be out, we've, we're in a better position to keep the house because we would have had to have flipped this house. We mm. wouldn't have been gotcha. able to afford to keep mm. it with, gotcha. me le- with me leaving corporate. Yeah. It's amazing. That's so amazing. Good. Well done. That's awesome. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Having enough. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. You know, time is so precious, isn't it? It's time, time is so precious. Be- it's probably the most precious commodity. Like time, more than money. Time, yeah. yes, right. It's absolutely true. So that's awesome, guys. It has been an absolute pleasure to have you on our program. Thank you so much for being so generous uh, with your time. Yeah, you made yeah. me cry. So it's, it's all there. We're hopeless. Between um, Mitch and I. Th- thanks for having us, guys. We're, you know, we we are. We, we're so grateful. We're great- just starstruck. We are. We, we are. We are that. <laughs> but we're just so grateful for that you would want us on your podcast. So that, you know, we're just so humbled, humbled, and, and, and grateful for that. And um, we love you guys. Yeah. Well, Mark, that was pretty hardcore. We really did. Um, didn't have anything held back there. Tanya and Inventor were very generous of themselves. They were. I think it was um, so good for us to sit and talk to them because at the beginning of the season, we kind of connected and clicked with them and that obviously went a bit haywire, but it was actually nice to sit and talk fairly honestly with them. And I do actually look forward to having a, a long and honest friendship with Tanya Vito. I think that they are good people and um, and they're a very strong couple and it's good to see that they are actually able to take all that happened on the block and actually grow from that. So that's all you can hope for in life really, isn't it? It is. That's it this week. Thanks again to everyone for listening and subscribing. And also we've had some um, beautiful reviews that have been written on iTunes. So thank you so much. And, you know, please keep giving us five stars. We love it. And you can email us any questions or ideas that you would like to hear from us um, or people you'd like us to talk to. Email us at inquiries at mitchandmark.com. That's it for us now, guys. We look forward to seeing you next time. Have a great week. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.